Hi, my name's Lucinda Linfant. I'm gonna be talking to you today about Joint Commission tracers or tracer methodology. The patient tracer methodology provides a framework for Joint Commission surveyors to access standards compliance and patient safety during on-site surveys. The goal is to uncover process or system problems that increase the likelihood of undesirable outcomes. When we use tracer methodology in preparation for a survey, like in an organization or hospital, the goal is to find and eliminate areas that are out of compliance with Joint Commission standards. The Joint Commission has three different types of tracers that they use during on-site surveys. They have an individual tracer activity, a system tracer activity, and an accreditation program specific tracer activity. The first kind of tracer I'm gonna discuss is called an individual tracer activity. These tracers are designed to trace the care experiences that a patient had while at an organization. It is a way to analyze the organization's system of providing care, treatment, or services using actual patients as the framework for assessing standards compliance. Patients selected for these tracers will likely be those in high-risk areas or whose diagnosis, age, or type of services received may enable the best in-depth evaluation of the organization's processes and practices. And you'll hear me talk a lot about this because that's what the Joint Commission is about. They wanna know, do you have a process? Is it compliant with local law, CMS, um, federal law, things of that nature? The second kind of tracer activity is the system tracer activity. This includes an interactive session with a surveyor and relevant staff members in tracing one specific system or process within the organization based on information from individual tracers. While individual tracers follow a patient through his or her course of care, the system tracer evaluates the system or process including the integration of related processes and the coordination and communication among disciplines and departments in those processes. The three topics evaluated by system tracers are data management, infection control, and medication management. Whether all system tracers are conducted varies, but the data use system tracer is performed on every survey. The third type of tracer is the accreditation program specific tracers. The goal of these tracers is to, to identify risk points and safety concerns within different levels and types of care, treatment, or services. Program specific tracers focus on important issues relevant to the organization, such as clinical services offered and high risk, high volume patient populations. Usually at least 60% of an on-site survey consists of these tracers, and that's why it's so important. That's a large portion of your survey. So I think it's really important that you practice running tracers in your organization. Some universal tracer tips for those running the tracers are involve as many people as possible, act the part, make sure to act like you're the surveyor, be the surveyor, Go in there and own it. Ask staff to show you data, policies, or procedures. Make sure they know where to look and what to do and that they can do it in a timely manner. Focus on staff members, not management. 
ask open-ended questions, teach as you go. You don't wanna just penalize everybody for not knowing something. You wanna be able to show them. And then hold staff members and management accountable, but don't forget to reward and acknowledge good compliance. Use findings to reinforce good practice and take good notes. I personally am bad about taking good notes. I think that I'm gonna remember, but I'm not. I, we have over a hundred clinics and it's impossible to remember everything from each one. So it's very important to take good notes. Summarize your findings and provide feedback. Feedback's very important, otherwise they won't know if they are improving or not. One way to use uh, tracer methodology to get ready for your next triennial is to perform a full mock joint survey. You could do this with a consultant or with your accreditation coordinator. Um, a full mock joint commission survey. It does not have to be a t uh, during a typical survey period. You could do this at any time. You just determine a frequency if you want to do it once a year, once every six months, more frequently as it gets closer to your triennial. Um, you need to determine who your mock surveyors will be and do it unannounced. Surprise everybody. This is the only way you're going to find out what is wrong. Dig deep. Communicate the plan to all staff and emphasize the importance of mock survey activities to everyone, including leadership. Make sure during your mock survey to cover highs and lows. Focus on high volume, low volume, and high risk areas. Uh, target time sensitive tasks, like how long are they waiting in the waiting room, things like that. Target known areas of non-compliance. Of course, you're gonna wanna check every area that you can. Um, in regards to getting ready for the Joint Commission to come. But there are always weak points in the system and you definitely need to go look there as well. Examine vulnerable populations and look at specialized programs or services. Areas that are definitely hot topics, especially this year. Um, your areas that are potential high risk include screening assessments, suicide, or suicide self-harm potential, which is something we've been working on in our policy, especially um, with the new standards. Restraints, flow of individuals across the continuum of care and treatment and services. Areas where high level of disinfection is being done, like in an endoscopy clinic or um, and sterile processing, these areas are definitely gonna be inspected. So make sure every, all your log books are filled out, make sure your staff can speak to the equipment and how they clean it, um, quality indicators, things of that nature. If you can't do a full-blown mock inspection, at least try to perform walkthroughs monthly. A walkthrough is very narrowly focused, uh, usually on one specific topic like environment of care or infection control, med management. Um, they take very little time to complete and limited staff is involved because you're just walking on through, walking through clinics, seeing what's going on, making sure everything's good, that there's no stained ceiling tiles, that medication that is multi-use is dated um, with the expiration date. And after any mock survey or walkthrough, make sure to um, put corrective action plans into place. And you're gonna wanna 
you're going to want to assign responsibility, accountability, and due dates about what are they going to do to fix it or what are we as an organization going to do to fix it. Do we need to change policy? Do we need to do further education? And you're going to want to make sure feedback makes it to all parties, including the direct care of staff involved. Communicate the strengths along with the areas for improvement and let them know where they did a good job, of course. For training initiatives or education initiatives towards Joint Commission and getting ready for a triennial, you're going to want to do a variety of things. I think the more platforms you can get on, the better. You can use Quizlet, you can send out emails, you can do in-person trainings, webinars, online trainings, intranet posting, links. That's why I'm doing this. After you finish the cycle, you're going to want to know what worked and what could be better. Be sure to ask these questions at the end of the cycle. Don't be afraid to change up the tracer process or make improvements to it. Make sure to review it with your staff and with your leadership. And you start the cycle all over again. You revise your tools and forms based on the newest results and training provided. And with each completion of the cycle, you will bring your organization closer to continuous service survey readiness. So. That's enough for today. If you guys have any questions, just let me know. Send me an email, and I will see you next time.